The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. You know who's had 16 singles? Katy Perry. She's had exactly 16 hits on the pop charts. And that's what the Royals had tonight. 16 hits, all singles, which is thoroughly amazing when you stop and think about that. Hey, welcome in to Clubhouse Conversation. It's your dish for Game 2 with Seattle as the Royals go on and cruise to an easy victory, 6-1, to one, in a game that was never really in doubt, was it? Not the way Jason Vargas commanded this game from the bottom of the first and on. And speaking of the first, the Royals got the scoring going early, even overcoming three double plays in the first five innings. Could have easily been four or five double plays. The Royals still were able to push across single runs in the first and third. And they had two runs in the fourth and then single runs again in the sixth and eighth. All done by singles. Truly amazing. And the Royals only got one walk in this game and struck out only twice. The walk didn't come till two outs in the eighth inning. So it really didn't even figure into the scoring tonight for the Royals. As Eric Hosmer, Salvador Perez, Alex Gordon. How about three hits apiece? Big nights for those three. And two hit nights for Lorenzo Kane and Nori Aoki. Every Royals player who started had a hit except for Mike Moustakis, which we're not going to dwell on too much right now. I still think it's a hair early to be talking about Moose to Omaha. I know it's a legitimate thing to talk about. Uh, I, I'm sure the Royals acknowledge that as well. But, you know, as Dayton Moore came out and said yesterday, we don't have a lot of other options at this point. We believe in Moose. We believe he will start hitting, and we believe for this team to get where it needs to be, he needs to start hitting. So I do think the only way to go up from here is up for Mike Moustakis. The only way he can go, I should say, is up. And I don't think it's the time to talk quite yet. Although if this continues for another week or so, you can't have a guy in the 120s or 130s that's going to ruin his confidence you know, even further. So at some point, you may have to think about it. I don't think right now is the time, and I do think Moose will get going here the next couple of days. So anyway, let's not talk only about the offense tonight, which was good. 16 hits. <laughs> the Royals didn't really work the pitch count, but they didn't have to. They were getting balls up, and they knew what to do with it. They had a nice, solid approach, opposite field for the most part. A nice job by the Royals tonight. I'll take that. Uh, but pitching-wise, too, how about Jason Vargas? Seven shutout innings, only three hits, six strikeouts, no walks. So that's four base runners and seven shutout innings for Vargas as he hit a batter in his final inning to go along with six Ks. Jason Vargas nails! And he would have come out for that eighth inning, too, but it went on for like two hours. So Ned Yost did the right thing in taking out Jason Vargas. It was good to see that. Um, I like seeing Ned go to Aaron Crow and Tim Collins to finish this one up. No need to go to uh, Wade Davis tonight or Greg Holland, although the Royals almost did have to go to Holland. He was throwing there at the end as Collins struggled there in his final inning. So overall, you got to be happy with tonight. The Royals scored some runs. The power is going to come at some point. I have to think it's a fluke that you're getting 16 hits all singles. I mean, it's happened four times in Royals history, and I, you know, I think this is just something that is going to go past here. The good thing is the Royals got 16 hits. At least it wasn't six hits all singles. The game could have been a different story had that been the case. But the bullpen's fresh heading into the final two games of this series, which is a good thing. I think the Royals have things lined up very, very nicely in this series, especially missing Felix Hernandez altogether. Missing James Paxton, who I think is a fantastic young pitcher. They missed him altogether. He's about three weeks away from returning with back issues. So they missed that tough lefty. And they already got Iwakuma out of the way. So 
you know, you win tonight. You got Iwakuma done. You got Hernandez done. You got uh, Paxton done because you're not facing those two guys. The Royals have a fresh bullpen. They're due to get some extra base hits. And a guy tomorrow they're facing, his stats should not be as good as they are. At least the wins and losses in ERA should not be as good as they are. Chris Young, not to be confused with Chris Young, is going tomorrow 2-0 for the Mariners, 3.03. But you dig a little deeper, Picotto stats, look at how he projects. Does not look real good, and you can see why. He's pitched 29 and two-thirds this year. He's walked 16. 16 walks and 29 and two-thirds. So Chris Young will walk, guys. He struck out only 15. And last I heard in spring training, he was topping out at 88 tops, 87 maybe. And, of course, that doesn't mean anything because that's where Jason Vargas normally sits. Bruce Chen not even there. You know, you don't have to throw 92, 93 consistently to get guys out at the big league level. But if you're walking guys and not striking guys out, I think you're living on, on the dangerous side if you are not having pinpoint control and topping out at 88, sitting normally at 86. So I like the Royals' chances against a guy in Chris Young tomorrow. Uh, Jeremy Guthrie then goes on Sunday against Rowanese Elias, a lefty with great strikeout numbers. So, yeah, tomorrow you really want to get that game. You want that game for the split tomorrow. You've got Ace Ventura going for you with an even two ERA, striking out over a hitter per inning against a team that statistically is worse offensively than the Royals. you got to win that game tomorrow with Ventura going, a fresh bullpen, Chris Young overachieving to this point. The Royals, I would think, would have to be due for a home run or two, a couple doubles. Get that game tomorrow. You've got yourself a split secured. And going into Sunday, you're facing a tough lefty, a really tough lefty, in Elias. Not to mention you're probably not going to have Salvador Perez that day. Uh, so you want to win tomorrow. Then Sunday is kind of a gravy game. Then you've got a winning road trip secured, and you can go for three out of four, have no pressure on you before coming home for a nice and long homestand and a nice long stretch of games at home for the Royals. So overall tonight, I am very happy with how the Royals played tonight. They were able to score enough runs to win. Yeah, you want the extra base hits. Had the Royals swung, you know, at so many early counts, so many first pitches tonight as they did and and didn't score six runs. If they scored two or three, we'd be singing a different tune. I'll admit that. But the Royals didn't. It's a it's a results game. They were able to put six runs in and they went on to a nice and easy win over Seattle to tie this game up as we head into tomorrow evening with a good matchup that favors the Royals tomorrow. So until then, not too much else to talk about. Overall, very, very happy. Uh, the only negative you can talk about is Mike Moustakis right now, being the only guy to not get a hit tonight and being mired in that you know season-long slump, but we're not going to go there. I don't think it's appropriate at this time. I think Moose gets a little bit more of a leash, and I think that uh, he will produce here, hopefully tomorrow, because he's not going to be in there on Sunday. So you would like to see him get a couple knocks tomorrow against Young, as he will be off, I'm sure, on Sunday with the platoon going on with Danny Valencia. So that's it for tonight. Have yourself a good one. We'll be back again, doing it again tomorrow evening late. And by the way, be looking for the Jim Rooker interview. I will be putting that online tomorrow, which is Saturday. The Jim Rooker interview is a must listen to. It's almost 90 minutes long, so feel free to download it. You can pull it up in iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, a Clubhouse Conversation. Get it that way. Take it with you wherever you go because it may be one you have to listen to in parts. I'm aware you can't just sit around for 90 minutes normally. It's a must listen to. There's terrific baseball stories on this Jim Rucker interview. I'm telling you, an original Royal from 69 until 72, pitched in a World Series, was a broadcaster for ESPN and a color guy for the Pirates, the all-time best-hitting 
Royals pitcher. He talks about several of his now deceased teammates, so we get them a place to be remembered and get some memories of them. It's an awesome interview. We'll be unveiling that Saturday here on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a good night.